0: This is Teresa, the Tapping Lady, with our seventh podcast in this series where we have been talking about raising up your energy vibrations with EFT, meridian tapping, combined with prayer, visualization, energy healing, and in particular, we discussed weight loss and weight gain and how that gets started in our bodies through stifled emotions, hurts and pains, and oftentimes abuse. I want to start out the seventh podcast today by greeting our listeners in Australia. Happy Australia Day! Hi! We've got 21 countries now listening in our community here that we have formed. And I just want to thank each and every one of you and welcome to the podcast. I send you all love and joy and peace all around the world to all of our listeners. I appreciate you all so very much and thank you for tuning in. I want you to know that one of the reasons when I began doing these podcasts that I talked about the fact that My own personal weight is not what people would consider to be perfect, okay, and that I'm on the road, I'm on the way is because I want to be real with you. I want to be genuine and real and let you know that I in no way, shape, or form do I think that in my physical life or in my life in general, that I am Miss Perfect. I want to let you know, okay, this is what I did when I was so depressed. This is what I did when I was so sick. This is, this is what happened, and this is what happened. Because I want to be real and genuine with you and let you know that we're all in this human race together. We're all on this planet together, and we're all interconnected through the field, through the quantum physics field. And in order to approach weight loss or weight gain from a whole being perspective, we have, of necessity, we've had to branch out into more and more whole beingness, and this is why I don't I don't hammer just on food or uh, cravings or something like that. Those are things that there's plenty of material out there on that. And while we we will do some more tapping sessions together, but we need to approach. If we want holistic healing, entire being healing, then we approach everything and look at the spiritual, emotional, mental, as well as physical. And along that line, remember from last week, I said that we're viewing the body as if it were a radio receiver, picking up stations from all over the place and that the body is this magnificent, unique, finely tuned feedback system mirroring all the other areas of our being, especially our emotions, beliefs, and spirituality. I recommended a couple of books along this line. One book I've used for years as an excellent reference book. It's a little bit hard to find and sometimes it's a little spindy, and that was the Body Mind Workbook by Debbie Shapiro. But I found that the other book I recommended to you, and I said, I've had a lot of people tell me wonderful things about it, is titled Feelings Buried Alive Never Die by Carol K. Truman. And after I mentioned it to you on the last podcast, I believe it was, I bought the book and I... I got it yesterday and just started reading it, and I thought, this is exciting because this is a book that's easy to find. It has a huge index toward the back of all types of physical symptoms, and I looked up chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia because that is something, as my listeners know, that I've been healed of, and I wanted to see what it said in the index And it said, under chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, it said, feeling totally alone, feelings of desolation, feelings of despair, feeling hopeless, it's no use, tired of trying to prove yourself, low self-worth, and someone who's lost the will to live. That was so me, Okay. And this is an excellent index in the back where you can take every physical symptom from depression, anger, guilt, self-condemnation, gaining too much weight, whatever it might be. You can take every one of those, look them up in the back in this very large, nice index, and you can see what it is. What are are the feelings behind it? Another thing I like about this book is that she has a wonderful... um, I would call it a prayer. She calls it the script, as in an acting script. And she has that in the book. And I wanted to share a little bit of that with you. She talks about processing the feelings that you find in the index for your particular physical symptoms by talking to your own higher self your own superconscious mind there's a higher self in us that is more of everything it's it's hooked up directly with the creator and it it's tapped into the divine mind and it's definitely full of all the information we need to become healed, whole individuals in all areas. And so, what she does in this, the script on page 95, she speaks to her own higher self. And she asks that her higher self would go through every level, layer, Area and aspect of my being to the origin of this, let's say, depression. Analyze it and resolve it perfectly with God's truth. Come through all generations of time and eternity, healing every incident and its appendages based on the origin. Do it according to God's will until I'm at the present, filled with light and truth. God's peace and love, forgiveness of myself. I'm not going to read the whole script. It's not very long. It's about 50% longer than that. But I wanted to give you an idea about it. And she has had, and many people have had using this script, they've had great success at clearing. When we talk about energy clearing... We have been discussing using meridian tapping and EFT and prayer and visualization um, using kinesiology to find out areas to work on. And this book would be a great benefit to you. I found it on Amazon.com. And for those of you who are outside the country, I have seen this book at health food stores too it had been recommended to me for years and I'm so glad I finally bought it I plan to be sort of your researcher doing research on myself and my family and the people that I work with and doing um, experiments with some of these clearing techniques and then sharing with you the ones that really, really work well and That's exciting to me because we all want to find the right tools and how much easier it is if someone steps up and says, Hey, have you tried this? Have you tried EFT? Gosh, I've gotten fantastic results from it. And that just makes life a whole lot easier if you can get some information and some help from someone who's walked that road before you. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about affirmations, statements, and thoughts. Um, And it goes right into this book, Feelings Buried Alive Never Die. I want to share with you a secret about affirmations that I did not know for most of my life. And I have been a person who has used positive affirmations. And then I would get angry at the whole world and stop using them. And I want to look today with you at affirmations. Because someone said the other day, Well, how about affirmations and what you're talking about? How do How do affirmations fit in? So for those of you who have used affirmations and they didn't seem to work for you or you didn't feel comfortable with it and for those of you who have used affirmations and they worked well for you both okay. today I want to share with you a very little known secret about affirmations and how they relate to your energy vibration level and As you know, and we've been talking about, all of life is energy. Everything you can see is made from things you cannot see. And the higher you raise your vibrations, the healthier, happier, and more fulfilled your life will be in all areas. And so all of the things that we are talking about on this podcast series are applicable to everything from relationship problems, financial problems, um, marital problems, problems with your kids, any kind of problem, whatever it may be. You can take these same principles and just use these principles on anything. My husband and I have done this, these methods, and have used them on so many things, and and even this past week, we were going through a family uh, situation. And we had many opportunities to combine prayer with EFT and kinesiology. And we were also experimenting with our new biofeedback meter, which I'll be telling you guys about later, after we get done taking some classes on that. <laughs> um so, verbal affirmations. I just, I just said all that to let you know that we all go through things. It's important, though, to look at these things as challenges that we are able to meet and exceed and go past and not look at it as the end of the world, not look at it as a problem. Stephanie Ralph, who does the real extensive kinesiology system, she said that when she was testing people and having them hold out their arm, if, she's, if she had the person say the word problem, their arm went weak. But when she had the person say challenge, their arm was strong. It's amazing how that just the difference between the word problem and challenge can make you stronger you're vibrating more strength if you use the word challenge so try that okay um, verbal affirmations the words that come out of our mouth are really only the fruit on the tree of our entire being and The words that we speak only have as much power as there is energy backing them up. Whether it's good or bad, positive or negative, they only have the amount of power that we are feeling and experiencing on the inside. That's what packs these thoughts and words with power. Research shows that we have between 45,000 and 51,000 thoughts a day. That's about 150 to 300 thoughts a minute. And if you stop to think about that, you immediately realize that not everything you're thinking is part of your awareness. I'm not aware at any given time Of all 150 to 300 thoughts per minute. Most of these programs that we have inside of us are running sort of in the background. Like they say that some stores use subliminal programming in the background to get you to shop more. Well, it's sort of like that. It's like there's this program running in the background... And all these thoughts are hitting us. And the same researchers said that about 80% of these thoughts are negative. That's horrible. It makes me want to get in there and clean house, I tell you. Well, what happens when 80% of our thoughts running in the background are sad or negative, and we are attempting to make these positive affirmations out of our mouth. And I want you to know up front that I believe in affirmations, and I believe that we all should make positive affirmations quietly to ourselves during the day and out loud as we have our time of meditation or prayer or simply declaring this is how my life is going to be this is how my life is present tense what happens when 80% of all these thoughts running in the background are negative or sad and we start to make our affirmations they don't work they do not work because affirmations are only as powerful as the energy filling them. I have seen people, and I've, I've done it myself in years past. I've seen people who were hurting. Maybe they had a severe migraine or some chronic pain in their bodies. And they would just keep saying, I am healed. I am healed. And their words would be filled filled with the pain, filled with the suffering, filled with their doubt that they would ever get over this, this problem, whatever it was. And all that it was accomplished by saying that with such an energy that was negative and fearful and doubting, it filled those words. It fill those words, and our body knows when we are telling the truth and when we are not. And eventually what happens if someone continues to make those so-called positive affirmations while they are suffering and not believing it on the inside, is that they, they bring confusion to the system the feedback system it gets covered up with a sort of like computer viruses it just starts to override things and we need to get these negative thoughts and beliefs out of our system so that it's like cleaning out the computer getting out the viruses and the Trojans and all that and cleaning the hard drive The big secret to affirmations is what I just told you. And hardly anyone, I've hardly heard anybody, I don't, I can't even think of one person that has ever mentioned this to me personally or that I've read. And that is that it's not what you say. It's the belief behind your words. It's the energy coming forth from you, filling your words. Words are containers. Just visualize for a moment many, many rows of clear glass glasses, drinking glasses. Many rows. Now, imagine that each one of those glasses is words. Those are words. And they're containing Whatever energy you are vibrating in at the moment. Accordingly, the drinking glasses, i.e. the words, are filled with either negative or positive energy. I want to help you learn how to use affirmations in a more positive, powerful way. First of all, There is a way you can use affirmations to drive up the negative stuff and cause it to come to the surface. And that's, let's set that over into its own separate category. That's using affirmations as a searchlight. We're searching out all the hidden corners, drawers, closets, okay. But when you want to specifically make time to do positive affirmations, and these are your repeated, Intentional positive affirmations. They have to be true to your own self. They must be created out of the joy in your own soul. They must vibrate who you really are on the inside and not just words. I encourage you to make positive affirmations in your own thoughts, in your meditations. But when you speak them out loud, come from a good place. If you're feeling sad at that moment, go ahead and meditate on something positive. But work at clearing out that energy first and then make your affirmations and fill your words with the energy that you wish to attract. There is something amazingly Uh, spiritual and powerful about a circle okay now I have a Native American friend and he said to me sometime when you're going to meditate and you go out to your meditation place he said with your imagination draw a circle on the floor then get inside that circle and begin your meditations. And he said, if you stay there long enough, eventually your higher self will kick in and just sort of take over as you relax and you will hear things that you consciously did not know. Carol Tuttle uses a circle also. I think I think she called it the creation circle, and I've used this method a lot, and it's very powerful where she has you draw a circle on the floor with your imagination, take your hand and just sort of make a clockwise circle and fill that circle, and I see it sort of like a cylinder all the way up to heaven of light and filled with light. And fill that circle with your positive affirmations. And then she said she jumps into the circle and she taps all over her body, tapping. And I've done this a lot and it feels terrific. And she says it's like tapping all of those positive affirmations right into your cells, it's powerful. And that's one way to make sure that you get the proper energy into your affirmations. Remember when I said that affirmations can also be used as a searchlight. You're going through all the dark places. You're you're bringing things out into the open, bringing it out into the light. Affirmations, when they're used during, during EFT and testing statements... With kinesiology, you will notice that negative thoughts will pop up. When they do, don't just shove them aside or ignore them. Make a note of it. And turn it around for your good. And say, thank you for exposing that. Okay? For example, if someone has said to you, you look very handsome today or you look really beautiful today. And a negative thought pops up and says, you know, you know that that's not true. Your, your nose is too big. Or you're too fat. Or whatever. Whatever comes up, hit it. That thing just popped up. Take advantage of it. Those are old programs, running. I mean, those are things from your past. Those are things from the times that, that people hurt you or that uh, a school teacher embarrassed you in a classroom setting, or whatever. Those are old programs running. So take advantage when you're doing your positive affirmations and when you're just making statements to do your EFT or kinesiology and you get one thing cleared and then here comes something else negative. That's a good sign. That's not a bad sign. That is a good sign. You're getting somewhere. You're cleaning out the layers. You're just getting to another layer. And another layer and another layer. And sometimes these things come off in several layers at a time. And until finally you notice that these accusing voices, I call it like the voice of the past, you know. These things stop. They're getting quiet. They're not talking all the time. And the self-hatred and the self-condemnation and the put-downs that were, oh, sent our direction and then we just accepted it as fact. You know, like, I'll never be good enough. I'm not good at that. Or whatever. But when you begin to tap and clear for these things, now you begin to look up the opposite and that's one reason I really like this, this book, Feelings Buried Alive Never Die. Is She also has a chart in Chapter 17. And you look up a negative emotion. You find positive words. And you make up a statement. And she says... If the lack of love comes up, she chooses statements like, I choose being loved, I feel loved, I am loved, I choose loving, I feel love, I choose love, I am love. And you can look up just about anything in here, depression, depression. The opposite is joyful, enthused about life, happy and excited. And so I could say, I am joyful. I am enthused about life. I choose to be happy. I am being excited, happy, excited. And use the positive emotions and positive virtues to counteract the negative things that come up. So that after you have completed your EFT for that particular problem, then write out your affirmations and find a quiet place to be doing your affirmations in the right energy. Filling all those drinking glasses, filling all those words with good positive energy. And you will see results. You will. One more example is if you're doing this concerning um, food or cravings, be sure to focus on emotions and feelings in your positive statement. And not to just and and when you're doing positive affirmations, take out the words can't, never and not because the subconscious does not understand those words. So, not in the way you would like. Okay, let me say it that way. So, rather than say, I never eat too much or whatever, or I never get inordinately angry. Rather than saying that, you take out the word not and never, and you say something like, I am loving healthy foods. I am always choosing the best foods for my body and my vibrations to come up higher and higher. I just love it. I love to choose what's healthy. I make healthy choices in what I drink, what I eat, how I live, how I exercise. I love it. And you begin to make these affirmations with all the power of the energy realm. Behind you, and you start tapping it out, all the negative, clearing it out, cleaning house, getting rid of it. I know we're a little ways before springtime yet, but I always look forward to the spring. Just look at it as spring house cleaning, and you're getting started early, and you're going to tap out and pray out. And use every tool that we've been talking about on these podcasts to get out all the negative thoughts, the accusations, the blaming, the failure, the guilt, all the limits that we've picked up on our way through life, like sacks of garbage. And now we're going to get rid of it. We're going to haul it all out, clear it out, clean it out, clean the house, and fill it up with good, positive energy. After you start doing your energy clearing, how do you know if you have succeeded in clearing out these self-condemning negative thoughts that I call voices from the past? It's very easy to tell when they have faded and gone away and when you've worked enough On that particular area with your meridian tapping and your energy clearing and your kinesiology. Two things will let you know that you've really cleared that out. When you've successfully cleared it out. You can test on the positive statement in kinesiology for that issue. And number two you yourself will notice your joy level rising and those negative voices and thoughts diminishing and disappearing and finally being replaced with good, upbeat, positive thoughts about yourself. When that happens, you will know that you really have gotten rid of that. And it makes you feel wonderful So, it's sort of like checking your joy meter. Until next time, this is Teresa, the Tapping Lady. And I want you to have a wonderful week and a lot of cleaning out and clearing and filling your joy tank way up on overflow. Have a wonderful adventure this week. And tune in again. Thank you. Bye-bye now.